What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. Oh, my goodness. We got to talk about the bottom half of the teams that are not proposed to do very well here when it comes to ACC football. We're going to talk about the bottom half, the lower tier, with Ken Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. He's sitting at the top, so he's feeling good. But I would love to get his thoughts about teams who aren't doing so great. I mean, dang, Duke, 500 to 1 odds to win the ACC. Coach Elko, can he do anything with that? Let's have the conversation on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm pretty sure that I am frozen right now. That's what it looks like to me. Can you look fine? Do I look frozen to you? No, you do not. I don't? Okay, great. Well, y'all, camera angles looking a little different right now. I just recently moved, and I am still trying to get all of my equipment here. So I apologize to all the people who are going to watch and think, man, Candice's camera quality is not great. But we, we move, we roll, we get things going. So, you know, all the powers that be, they're going to send me messages saying, Candace, your camera ain't going to sink. Please spare me. I get it. I know. But we're addressing it, and we're going to roll. Ken Gibbs here of Locked on a Wolfpack. He is going to join and talk about some ACC football, the lower-tier teams that aren't exactly picked to win the ACC, but still maybe have an opportunity to be great this season. So we're going to get into that. Kenton, how we feeling? I feel good. I feel great as always. Any day above six feet is a good one for me. And um, you talk about these teams and doing something great. I think if we make the word great relative, these teams do have a shot at achieving greatness. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, great is relative, but there's always have there always has to be teams that sit at the bottom that nobody necessarily believes in. But as we saw the Kentucky Derby, if you're never out, so you're out. But you always have a chance if you're in the race. No. I mean, you know, they they say that there's a puncher's chance, and I'm going to tell you, of these teams that we're going to be talking about today, there is one that I believe, well, yeah, there's one that I believe has a a very outside puncher's chance because of the side of the uh, conference that they're on, as well as some of the pieces they got coming back, but we'll get to it in a few. No doubt about it. Well, let's get right into things. Let's talk about Virginia Tech, a team that has... 80 to 1 odds to win the ACC, thanks to our friends at betonline.ag. The Hokies are coming into this season with a new coach, Coach Price. No, yes, Coach Price, right? Yes, yes, yes. So sorry. Right? Am I right? Um, no, no, no. They no, didn't hire J.C. Price. Price. Yeah, they hired they the, hired uh, I want to say, an assistant from Penn State, I believe. What is his name? Why am I having a brain? I'm having the moment because it's, of course. Uh, Brent like, Pry. They hired ben, Pry. Brent Pry. 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 Yeah. There it is. Got close, mm-hmm. close, right? No surprise. Yeah, you're, anyway. you're thinking of Price, who probably should have got the job, but I ain't going to say nothing else about that. You know, we're going to shut up. You know, shout out, shout out to my homie, Jamal Simmons, who does the content creation for their football team. And I remember the video very vividly. It was of the Migos, What's the Price? And that was very nice as Coach Price smoking a cigar after being in Virginia. So that's edged in my head. That's why I remembered it. But needless to say, Coach Pride 
is going to be the new coach. And let's talk about the fact that the Hokies aren't coming in with, you know, a lot of weapons offensively or defensively after that Burmeister era. It's very interesting to see how the Hokies will fare, but we'd love to get your thoughts. I know you had a lot of feelings towards Coach Fuentes, but he's out of here. So now are we feeling about the things moving forward? I, I think the unfortunate part for Pry is that he's coming into a job where the cupboards are completely barren. I mean, Trey Turner, to me, was the most underrated offensive weapon in the ACC last year. I don't think it was close. The fact that he made Braxton Burmeister look like he might have could have been a quarterback in that UNC game told you everything that you need to know about Trey Turner. He is a phenomenal talent. Um, He's one of those guys that flashed on tape at times, wasn't super consistent. But when he was rolling, he was rolling. And with that being said, I don't know where Virginia Tech goes because – Yes, Virginia Tech is known for the defensive attitude, the tough, the lunch pail attitude, the run the ball. The who they gonna run the ball with? Who you know what I mean? Like the the Get defense, the exactly. And even on defense, it's not about your X's and your O's. It's about your Larrys and your Joes. Who are they bringing back that that they feel comfortable with? These guys are going to make us a a top half of the ACC type of defense. It's it, they they've lost a lot, and I think that they're gonna have a uh, tough time. Coming up this season. Coach Pride, Coach Pride, Coach Price. Say it three times fast if you're with me. Now, I think ultimately Virginia Tech pretty much going into the season for the first time in a long time with minimal expectations. And I think that might fare well for them as they head to the season because there's going to be a lot of eyes on other places and they could sneakily be one of the teams that pulls off a good coastal upset. We know that is very real in that division and of course we got to talk about the fact that divisions might not exist but you have to stick around for the end of the show for that conversation now georgia tech Mm -hmm. a team that coach collins may be on the way out you know you lose top running back jameer gibbs it's a hard hard fought battle to figure out who your identity is after he's done a lot to give that 404 energy just being the guy but you don't have the studs necessarily back up what you're trying to bring to the city of Atlanta and that Georgia Tech football team. Your thoughts here on the Yellow Jackets. Nick Saban warned y'all that if y'all opened up that transfer portal, it wasn't going to be good for nobody. Now look at him, poaching y'all best players. You hate to see it. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, Jeff Collins, you know I like Sims a lot. I like Sims a lot. I hope he figures it out. I really do. Mm-hmm. That's another team. Where are you going to hang your hat? Where, because last year, they had a dynamic running game that could hit you with – it was deep. It had multiple players, but Jameer Gibbs was the guy. He was the tone setter, and everybody kind of uh, made a way off of that offensively. And when you don't yeah. have him, when you don't have him in that backfield anymore, I mean, hoo-wee, especially for a defense that was giving up 33.5 points per game, where, where are you going to hang your hat now? Like, don't get me wrong. The backs behind Gibbs, were, they were plenty good in their own right. They were good. So, like I said, I like Sims. I like that he can do a lot with his arm and with his leg. I like him. Where are you going to hang your hat? You know, where where is that team going to win some ball games at? And I think that um, the, the Giants just drafted a, a Tobias Oliver to the uh, – Tobias Oliver – from the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets is going to the Giants. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting here saying, what uh, what defense 
were you guys watching? Not to say Tobias is not a good guy, not to say he, you know, is not going to be an excellent player, but if I'm thinking immediate impact, I don't know that I'm calling anybody from Georgia Tech's offense besides Jameer Gibbs is no longer there, and or defense, rather, any part of that program. And I think it's just one of those situations where I feel like Collins set the scene nice, but he's not the one to take it across the finish line, if that makes sense. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. And I'm upset that we talked about Georgia Tech second because you're making me break these out early. Okay. I, Georgia Tech, of all these teams, of all these mm-hmm. teams, Georgia Tech is the team that if they had a breakout year, would surprise me least. Of all the teams we're talking about today, Georgia Tech Georgia is the Tech? one. Georgia Tech is the one. They're the one. Okay. And, I, and I know a lot of people are not going to want to hear this. I know. I know. I know you would think, well, the first year coach is coming from. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. The the fact of the matter is, I'm really high on Sims, and they're returning a lot of pieces. They're returning a lot of production. Now, granted, I understand. Are they returning a bunch of really really great guys? No. But are they returning guys who could finally start? That light finally starts to click this season. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> could they possibly be? Um, could could they possibly? Look at Jameer leaving to go to Alabama at the moment of, you know what? He doesn't think we're good enough to get where we're where we could get. He doesn't think the guy that we and and honestly, I'm gonna tell you this: Jameer Gibbs is a good running back. That offensive line was not bad. That offensive line was a large part of Jameer Gibbs' success. He was not breaking two, three tackles in the backfield and having to make it work from there. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, if this team is kind of I, I what's the word for if this team can get a lightning rod moment out of that to say you know what screw everybody but us nobody believes in us good nobody believes that we're going to be anything decent good we got a quarterback coming back we got running backs who played a lot coming back we got most of our receivers coming back our defense was terrible last year but guess what all of you scrubs from last year are coming back so guess what we gonna have another year to figure this thing out i would not be surprised if this team i'm not saying that they have a great season in terms of like, oh, they win 10, 11 games. Don't be surprised if this team finds their way up to eight eight wins possibly. Don't be surprised. <laughs> okay. Nope. I'll love I'm, to get your thoughts here. No, just, just let me finish. I'll love to get your thoughts here on Jeff Sims and if he is going to maybe emulate a little bit of a Heisman candidate finalist last season, Kenny Pickett, in terms of growth and development, having a breakout year now that they got it all together. Hold that thought. Imagine dipping your finger into plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that the frosting was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs and I have never had anything like this before. They're available right now and we can't promise that they will be there tomorrow. So go get them today at Built.com. Go to build.com to get your birthday cake puffs right now by using promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, using promo code LOCK15 at built.com. So rocking and rolling here with Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. You can find him over there every single day talking about in all things NC State. Shout out to Rana Perez for getting picked up by the Seattle Storm. I know he's a big 
WNBA fan, so that's great to see. But we also have the football side of things, and NC State, if you didn't listen to our previous episode, is doing big things this season, predicted maybe even to be a number one candidate. So things in the Atlantic are looking quite competitive. And then I sit here and say to myself, all right, got to look at the bottom half of these people. We have Virginia Tech. We had Georgia Tech, but now we've got sitting in front of us conversation about Syracuse, the second to last team with 151, 150 to one odds to win, thanks to our friends over there at Bet Online. Coach Babers, we've had this conversation, particularly the two of us. We've had a very tough conversation about Coach Babers. We'll love to get your thoughts here. Why is Syracuse still at the bottom with no chance of seeing the light of day of getting out of the bottom tier of this conference? Can I can I can I tell you something? Can I Please. tell you something? Not dramatically, but just go ahead. Dino, you know, it's been a good run. Is it about that time? It's been it's been fun. You know, it's it, it's been enjoyable seeing him get up there and do his kawaii. This is my smile thing. It was it was nice. Yeah. Dino's done. This is it. You know, they they have. Is this it because they had to keep him long enough to have the contract, or this is it because he's just not getting it done on the a field bit of both. and recruiting and yeah, okay. a little bit of both, a little bit of both. I think that the the most interesting thing here is that um, at the end of the day, I one thing that I don't think people talk about enough about New York is while it is not necessarily known as a football hotbed. Just by population numbers, there have to be good football players coming out of there. There have to be. And the numbers are showing us that there are. They're just not going there. They're going to other schools in the area. They're going to Penn State. They're going to uh, all other types of schools in the Big Ten and and other schools in that region. But, Dino, what's going on? You know, yeah. he's drafted so many guys who are – I'm sorry, he's uh, he's recruiting so many guys who are going on to get drafted. It's not materializing in the wins. So, uh, Dino, you know, and, and the other part about this – But does that speak to your assistants or does that speak to you as a head coach? Because sometimes we all know how head coaches reside. Like, you're, you're in the weeds, but you're not in the day-to-days. You're not in the position rooms. You're not the one who's, like, pretty much instilling – the different, you know, development parts that is when it comes to college coaching. I'm just throwing it out. I, but that's that was what I was about to say is the biggest part of the problem. Last year, Dino had multiple situations where the game was lost due to his mismanagement of the clock, his mismanagement was of the situation. His mismanagement or the offensive coordinator he let go. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I just make sure. At the, I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. At the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, I went to I went on multiple college visits during my time when I was being recruited and all that. And multiple coaches pulled the exact same card out their bag, okay? They break out their wallet, okay? And then they pull out a picture of their family. And they say, these people mean more to me than anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. Us offering you a scholarship means I'm trusting you to help me feed these people. Now, well, how does that relate to Dino in this situation? Dino, if that offensive coordinator is putting you in bad situations, fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. If he mismanaged the clock once, and you know you're a coach that for reasons that we have already spoken about, 
is under more scrutiny, under more of a microscope than the average Power Five coach. I'm not about to let you put me in multiple positions where it's like, oh man, what did we not? How do we not do this? And then it goes beyond the uh, it goes beyond the the offensive coordinator because even the players were messing up in situations where it was fairly obvious what has to be done. So to me, that in in the words in the words of the NCAA, lack of institutional control. The, he does not have institutional control in terms of getting them to play good situational football, getting them mm-hmm. to know in this situation, I need to do this thing or I cannot do this thing. This is the one thing I can't do. Let's figure it out. He hasn't gotten it done. So Dino, we love you, man, but Dino's done. Uh, I hate and I that. love that back Tucker as well. I love that back Tucker as well, but he's done. Yeah, Sean Tucker is definitely the sweet spot to college football right now to me, and I think he's going to have a great season. I think a lot of Dino's stay or go is dependent on how well Sean develops this season, kind of the way Mel Tucker and Kenneth Walker Kenneth Walker the third had a good season and it kind of helped carry and prevail. Now, did Michigan State have a few more pieces? Sure. Is Mel Tucker probably a better coach than Dino Babers? Fine. But if your running back is the one who's pretty much propelling your offense and being like the storyboard, Dino, it's right there for you. Like I'm just I'm hanging it for you to have success. And well, he always has some good line, but he always has some good defensive guys who, again, like you said, make the league. So they're, they're can defensive you put back, the pieces together. Yeah, their defensive backfield is always going to produce some draft picks, and they, you yeah. know. Melifon, who got drafted by the Lions, that's my guy. You know, he's a Lion, so he's my guy now. But I, Dino, it's, it's just ain't working, man. It just ain't working. Fine. You know? And everybody ain't meant to be a head coach. And that's okay. Everybody ain't meant to be the lead chef. Let's talk about it. You need yeah. sous chefs, too. You need somebody who's going to prepare the no. small stuff, too. And that's maybe Dino's calling card. Not Dino Babers is a sous chef, but okay, I got you. Now, I do want to talk about the final team here. Shouldn't take long, but I want to make sure that we get them in. However, I do want to remind folks that this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto, the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models. It's now possible for your local chain auto parts stores to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer, choosing only brand warehouse happens to carry. You have computers to access rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto by choosing this family business, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. You can have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car, truck, right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Please visit rockauto.com. Thanks for making Locked On ACC your first listen each and every day. Make sure you go to Locked On NBA Big Board, host Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter, is joined by Richard Stamen. Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA draft, mock draft, player rankings, and, of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, friends, we are wrapping up the show here. Got Ken Gibbs in the building. We've gone over the bottom tier of these ACC teams, but there's one who seems to always find themselves at the bottom. However, I hope that Mike Elko, coach, head coach of the new Duke Blue Devils, can turn things around. Let's start by talking about Duke, who has 501 odds to win, thanks to our friends here at Bet Online. And I'm sitting here saying, I think Duke's going to do better than people think. I know you said Georgia Tech was the one. I think it's Duke. I'll tell you this much about Duke. I know that Mateo Durant got to be playing Labyrinth. I'm tired on repeat. Because <laughs> he, he is asking, please, get somebody else the ball. Get somebody else some touches. Figure something out. He can't do it no more. He can't take this stuff no he, more. Uh, he, in fact, is going to the league, so he shan't be doing this. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I got that wrong. I'm, but more power to him. That leaves the coverage even more be- – <laughs> Who going to make a play over there? Bobo, gone. Durant, gone. Who going to make a play? Who Who's the guy that they're going to look at? Is, is Bobo the, gone? I thought Bobo had one more year. Yeah, but I thought Bobo transferred. Am I Am I correct there? Bobo transferred? I, Not Bobo. I thought he did. I thought that he transferred. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I Wait, could be let's, wrong. No, let's, let's get it together. I didn't think Bobo was gone. I thought Bobo was still here. Yeah, no, I, I thought that he, I thought that he, tra- yeah, he's at UCLA now. Yeah. Bobo. Yeah, Bobo's at UCLA. Hey. But that's, Bobo knew what was up. He, but that's my now, point. Did he know what was up or did Elko say, you know, you're not as good as I think you are? Or maybe he said, I'm better than I think. I- okay, okay. I'm just, I, I'm just to, to tell any player Bobo? to play. Did he beg Bobo? He should have. He should <laughs> Let me tell you something. I would have got all the coaches Bobo, together. Please. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. The receiver coach with the ball. If I got a bag, please, for you to play for me, I don't mind because you mean that much to me. But yeah, no, dude. Who's who's the playmaker? Who's who's gonna make a play? He Ooh. honestly, he was like Riley Leonard. I'm not trying to catch, keep catching passes from old boy. Hate it, hate it for him. Sorry for you. Again, I'm really I, not trying to be that guy. I'm just, I'm, you know, I mean, Duke, basketball season ain't that far away. You know what I mean? Like, hey, John Shire. Chris, Chris, But while you slick say that, I have seen a lot more social content from Coach Elko that you didn't necessarily see from Coach Cutcliffe in the sense of, like, encouraging fans to come and be involved. I love Coach Cutcliffe to death. Everyone knows how I feel about Coach Cutcliffe it was certainly time for him to go on about his way. I think mm-hmm. Nina King brought in the good hire for being that of Mike Elko. I think what he is trying to do in terms of bringing back energy or somewhat excitement to the football program is decent. You are getting your first season at the same time as Coach Shire's first season. That's a hell of a start and run. I think Coach Shire certainly will do well because of the star power he's getting. But – you look at Coach Elko, and again, Duke does get guys to the league. Like, they do. For better or for worse, they have some really strong talent offensively and especially defensively. Like, Victor Mukeji, Chris Rump. Like, we've seen some stars. Can they do it as a collective? Can they stop being the laughing stock of the ACC? Not this year. No. Absolutely I not. think it, I think they are going to be better than people think. I'm excited. I'm excited to hold me, hold me to that. I Being, hot take but this season. What is better than people? But see, and this is and this right here is because exactly, people are expecting nothing. The 
W. This right here is exactly why I said these teams, one of these teams has the opportunity to be great relative to what people believe about them. Because let's be honest, is eight wins a, a great season for the average team? Like if NC State wins eight yes. games next year, if NC State wins eight games next year, people are going to be very disappointed. People are going to be looking around like, what? Why? That's if because they built. That's because they prided themselves on 10 win seasons. Like they're, they're, we're in different tiers. Different tiers. If Clemson wins eight games, if Louisville wins eight games next year, I think people will be excited. I don't think people will be saying they have a I they think Satterfield will be fired. I don't think it'll be fired with eight. You know what? We're not going to get there. But <laughs> I I think that Boston College, same thing. If if Halfley wins eight, people will be excited. I don't think they'll say this is one of the greatest seasons. This is a great season for Boston College by any means. Uh, so I, I think that in if we temper our expectations down for, these are expected to be bottom feeders. Does Duke have the opportunity to potentially, possibly – Win four, maybe five games, maybe. But anything beyond that, bowl eligibility, winning a bowl game. Wow, the bar is in hell for Duke. Yes, it is. Yes, I think Duke. I think Duke is going to upset Virginia, or excuse me. Well, maybe Virginia Tech. I think they're going to upset Georgia Tech. That's what I was going to say initially. I think they can mess around and beat Virginia Tech. I think they can beat a Syracuse. I mean, I don't I mean, even look at their schedule. I should pull it up probably. But if I were to talk about just ACC teams who I think confidently they could beat, those would be off the top that they would be competitive against. I don't think they'll be competitive against Carolina or NC State or Florida State. All right, I got, I got Duke's, I got Duke's, I got okay. Duke's schedule put up in front of me. <laughs> now we gonna, okay, we gonna, let's run it. We're going to go down the line for these games one by one. And you tell okay. me what you think here, okay? Temple. Yes. Mm, okay, take it back. Nope, not not Temple. Okay, Sorry. Northwestern. Yes, they'll beat Northwestern. Okay. Are you serious? It, Are you serious? You saw what happened with Northwestern play the last time. Never mind. It, okay, North they Cal- beat Northwestern. North Carolina. Oh, you you're right. You're right. North Carolina and T. Yes, they'll beat they'll beat them. Kansas. Yes, they'll beat them. I, okay, I don't think they'll beat Kansas. You, right. You're asking me. You're All right, I got you. Me. I got you. I got you. Virginia. No. Georgia Tech. Yes. North Carolina. No. Miami. No. Boston College. No. Virginia Tech. Yes. Pittsburgh. No, they're not going to beat Pittsburgh. <laughs> you see, never know. See, Keep see, going. The, Keep going. Wake Forest is the last game. Wake Forest is the last game. No, they're not going to be Wake Forest. I'm just kidding. Okay, but that was what six games. That's yeah, I think you were very generous with this thing. I think you were oh, very generous, God. but I but think you're, you're not. Like, I think you're still holding Duke to Cutcliffe era. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Okay. I'll tell you what, if they beat all these teams, because you know what? You're right. They did beat yeah, both. Yeah, pretty much. Let's, let's do a bet online right now. They they did beat Northwestern and, and Kansas last year. I'll tell you what, if they beat all these teams that you had them beat, okay? Okay. If they beat all these teams you had them beat, if they win uh, six, seven games next year, or if they Just win six. more than if they win Just six, six. games, if they win six games next year, I want you to wear shades the entire show, first game, of the season after they win their six game. I will buy you the shades. You name the shades 
anything except Cartier. I'm not buying you Cartier. No, no, nothing like that. But oh, any, any okay, other Gucci. type of shades you want. Any other t- <laughs> Listen, if you want some Gucci shades, if they win, okay. if they win six games, you know what I mean? Hey, listen, I got okay. you. Okay, so if Duke wins six games, you're going to buy fact, me. Matter of fact, I'll send you my shades. shades. I'll, send you, I'll send you my I don't shades want right those. to you. Those are probably right like $30. To you. I want Gucci shades. But, well, listen, listen. The day, the day that uh, <laughs> I start getting some Gucci money, we'll consider it. But for now, for now, okay. you know what? Uh-huh. I'll make your limit. I'll make your limit one hundred fifty dollars. That'll be your limit. One hundred fifty dollars. Any shades you want, up to one hundred fifty dollars. Send me. Well, send you me give the, me one hundred fifty dollars. Why it gotta be shades? I don't want shades. Well, it's it's supposed to be fun for the show. How the show gonna see you spend one hundred fifty dollars, Candice? How, how, okay. Fine. All right. Fine. All right. So. You can wear it for the whole episode, the next five episodes, all the way through bowl season. Because if they win six, oh shit, you got you got to wear your right hand, bro. Where you? This is my right hand. This is my right hand. No, it's not. Is it? The camera's inverted, Candice. (laughs) This is my right hand. I'm promising you that. See, see, it's my right hand. (laughs) If they listen, if they win six games, it is not your right. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead, Candice. I hope whoever listens to the end of this show is having a great time. Anywho, I, anywho, I'm telling you right now, I'm virtually shaking with you that if they win, if they win six six plus, you got it, you got it. But if my Georgia okay. Tech, but if them Yellow Jackets win six plus, not my oh, Georgia Tech. Oh, you go prepare to be sick of me. Prepare to be sick of me. You understand? If Jeff Sims have himself a ball this year, prepare to be sick of me. Sounds. I think you just wanted to wear your shades, and it's fine. All right, guys, thanks for coming to the show. Clearly, it was a wild one. We round all that to say that you should make sure you check out Bet Online because clearly they have got some really good odds for you. And if you want to be included in the conversation, throw a little bet out there. How many games do you think Deuce going to win? Maybe Syracuse, maybe Louisville, maybe some other teams that we're going to talk about throughout the rest of the week. Drizzy Drake will be back. We'll talk about the middle of the pack, literally, of the teams that are facing off trying to win an ACC championship. So come back tomorrow. Look forward to having you there. For Candace Cooper and Kenny Gibbs, until next time.